eyes will grind and go get it, like we always do around this time. Flame them if you got them. I am your host, Mike Mayo. Represent MBMG, and I'm back. Finally, Happy New Year. New episode of Rapper We TV, the podcast. Flame them. Because the back was burning. Go ahead, hit that subscribe button. Press the notification bell when it's about little out circle farmer. Because of COVID, I'm not passing your shit. Still the same thing in 2023. You know how it goes. Give me 18 feet, you over there with your back, you on boogie. Yeah, it's going down like that, man. Like I saying, that notification bell, circle farmer. Whatever you stream and listen to podcasts on all sites Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, more. Also, get the Anchor app if you want a podcast. You say you can do this, you say you want your own. Go ahead. A N C H O R dot F M. Lock in with them. Set your podcast up for free, man. Yes, I get paid to say that. First post, or one of the first few posts of the new year. Been busy. Understandable. Hey, a lot of shit has been transpiring. We see how the YSL case is taking a turn for mm, the worst, I guess, on Young Thug's behalf, but in the case of some of his members, fellow co-defendants, they walk in. We lost against the boo Cordolises and prayers out to our family, friends, and loved ones, the label mates. You know, 3-6 Mafia. She died. Wanna say, I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna even lie. I love Gangsta Boo. Haven't reported on this. Kind of waiting on to see what was officially released. Me personally, I didn't suspect no foul play or no shit like that. Her being into some shit. People are saying it's kind of tied into the young Dolph situation. Something about somebody that was in the vicinity of the bakery or some shit. I don't know, but I instantly hate to see it and hate for it to sound like this. I instantly thought overdose. Same thing with Big Scar. We lost Big Scar and Gangsta Boo. Big Scar we lost coming into the new year. I think on Christmas, I think. So, around that time. But you have the passing of him. You have the Rico case going on that jumps off with TSL in Houston with Sauce Walker's camp. Ironically, the killer for takeoff, alleged killer, is, and this shit is, I don't know, but you kind of saw that shit coming. But you didn't think that, well, me personally, didn't think Bond was able to be posted in the amount of $1 million or excess of, and he's able to walk, but that's kind of what happened and they're saying he's claiming self-defense it's a lot of shit to unwrap man but we're about to get into a few things trinkets and tripling 
effects of the motherfucking 2020, the year that was, that was fucked off for the entire world. I think this shit is coming back twofold at least. That's what it's looking like so far, twofold. We'll give them that. <clears throat> but, you know, you got to talk on that shit now. It's being reported now that YouTuber CJ So Cool from Las Vegas, Nevada. YouTuber, keyword, shot four times in a home invasion. His life is that of a YouTuber. He's broadcasting his life, his lifestyle, his style in general. Some of it may seem will come off braggadocious as, you know, as of late, that's what we make it, we make it a trend. We make it so people can make a lifestyle off of just showing their everyday life. And that's something, he's one of the first people that kind of gravitated to that culture of doing that and then blowing up from it. He's like a, a pioneer in the influencing game, in my thoughts. I mean, I've been following him. I follow all three of the CJs. CJ So Cool, CJ on 32s, and uh, Corey. So I follow, follow all three of the CJs and, you know, like I say, they propel that whole CJ mantra into our lifestyle. So it's got you interested in what they're doing and they all are interested in their own ways. But what, well, you know what it is. So I shouldn't even have to fix myself to ask the question, but the jealousy, the envy, and the showing off of his property and money and jewelry. They get your locations or they know shit from Las Vegas being the tourist capital of the world, one of them. People, millions of people flock to Vegas every year. If they got famous YouTubers, famous movie stars, whoever, if they're putting their life out there on social media like that or on YouTube in general, and you're able to deduce where they're at, the location, you're able to ride by this house. Like they said, doing, I, I, like I said, I follow this channel on YouTube and he would constantly report or constantly show you how people was always riding by his house. Whether it was people that stayed there or people who were just visiting or people who came all the way from a long way just to see where he stays to see if this really how he lived. So, <clears throat> it, it's being reported by Say Cheese TV now. It's saying uh, he's in stable condition and you know 
reading the comments, you got everybody replying. You got I'm in Hellcat giving prayers. Number seven giving prayers. Like, me personally, a YouTuber, bro. Like, I get it. I get he's paid. I get he's got the clout. I get he's got the money. But, bro, a YouTuber. We're in the culture where the rappers are getting it at all-time high. Rappers are all-time targets now. Prime targets. And ultimately ending up prime suspect number one. So you can't win in the hip-hop community because you got law enforcement on your ass and you got everyday man on your ass. Especially if you so-called flexing or showing off or just displaying your things. Things that to other people would be a quick leap or come up or payday. One of your rings could pay for their groceries and bills and shit, get them out of debt. Like, bro, that's serious. So, come on. That's just a ring. So if they come in that bitch hitting you for your safe, all your jewelry, some of your other shit up in here. Maybe get off of the car. That's crazy if you would try, but you know motherfuckers would. Give me the keys to one of them motherfuckers. If not two. If not everybody that came in through the home invasion wants to get out with a motherfucking whip. That's fucked up. That's personal. It, to me, it's personal because you shot him. Like, if you got the drop on him with the strap, you're already in his home now. I get there's the realm that, yeah, you're going to get your ass blasted away running up in here. You don't know where nobody is with a weapon, possibly. Who's coming around the corner, i.e. the baby. Like, bro, you don't know. That's why you coming up in a home invasion with a strap. So if you have to pop a motherfucker, you're going to pop a motherfucker. But you pop the person that you're intending to hit. I don't know if they thought he wasn't there or knew he was there. And just said, fuck it. But keep in mind, he came in with the strap. So, there's intent right there. I'm not no fucking lawyer. You just got to look at that shit. I don't think a lot of shit that gets done in the streets when you're doing it or in the process of execution, you're not thinking about the legalities of shit. You're not thinking about potentially if I get caught, what's gonna be said or alleged against me. You're not thinking about this shit. That was targeting with intent. That's what they're gonna say. I didn't give them the idea of those things. This shit has been going on forever and long. You didn't know about the Alfred plea when Gun and him got off, did you? So, yeah. Think about that shit, bro. A lot of shit motherfuckers doing nowadays 
I get it. You know, you want to hit her late. Back in my day, yeah, we was doing that shit. We did home invasions. We were going in houses when motherfuckers was in their sleep. So, yeah. With weapons sometimes, without weapons. A lot of times. You going up in somebody's shit while they're asleep. The potential for goddamn danger that's there, come on, bro. So, you know, I get it. I get motherfuckers hustling, trying to hit a lick, trying to make a quick buck, trying to make a quick come up. But, bro, you shot him. You shot him. A YouTuber. But it, the fact that he's a YouTuber, that's a moot point. The fact that it's a person that you're trying to rob. Okay. You coming in here, the element of surprises at an all time motherfucking high. Because you done busted through the door, the window, whatever you got up in this motherfucker while they up in here. Keep in mind, it's displayed that he has kids, he has a girl. So, you don't know. Even if he has the potential of being in that motherfucker with a few motherfucking people. Still, the element of surprise, or his family. Come on, bro. You bust up in this motherfucker with weapons. Ready to blast the motherfucker. If you got to, that's why you got it. It's not no motherfucking prop. It's not just a scare. Yeah, it's going to scare everybody in that motherfucker. If not everybody's strapped. The people that you're taking by surprise, yeah, they're going to. Bro, they're gonna be scared the fuck. Like, man, get the fuck out of here with this shit. Like, this shit, that shit needs to stop, bro. Niggas taking this shit to an all new level for what? Because when you go try to sell this shit, what you gonna get? You're not gonna get the true value, what you're thinking you're gonna get, for one. For two, you gotta hope the motherfucker don't double cross you. For three, you gotta worry about if you get robbed. Four, who's gonna snitch on you? Five, you get caught. Like, there's so many motherfucking variables lined up against your ass. Oh, yeah, and if he doesn't die and, you know, people say, or, I don't know, magically somehow there's video footage. Because, I don't know if you smart or know or best just put it, you're aware that there are fucking cameras everywhere, especially in a million dollar YouTuber who's always putting shit on YouTube. Bro. He's got cameras galore. Plus the security. You don't know what's running. 
outside and inside. Keep in mind, he's a YouTuber. So, I guarantee probably footage is going to be leaked or shown. Matter of fact, we should try to type it up. See if they got it. Somebody probably got it. It says CJ so cool shot four times in Las Vegas home invasion as YouTuber shares graphic photos of his injuries. Oh shit. Blogger born Cordero James Brady shared a grisly photo of his wounds from his hospital bed on Thursday. CJ who boasts more than five million followers on Instagram. Influencer revealed that the break-in at his Nevada home occurred at around 3 a.m. in the hospital. I got shot five times, four times in a home invasion at 3 a.m. Please keep me and my kids in your prayers. See there? Bro, the kids were there. He did not mention whether his home was ransacked or if the suspect had been arrested. He established himself as a popular YouTuber prominently primarily on his comedic content that features pranks, challenges, giveaways, and reactions. He shared a YouTube video revealing that he and his family had moved into a new home in Henderson, Nevada, about 15 miles south of Las Vegas. The lavish home features a, come on bro, y'all telling everything. He was previously in a relationship with his baby mama royalty. She took to YouTube to explain why she chose to leave the relationship. That was after the little breakup and everything. So, like I say, his his life is documented. Shit he does, it's out there. So people gonna know where he's at. They're gonna know where his house is. After all, Vegas is a tourist attraction. People come there just to go see shit and to experience the gambling and probably the other activities, I'm quite sure. Hint, hint. This and the others, <clears throat> if you know what I mean. Me personally, I don't know about that part, but I know about this right here. This is Rapperweek TV, the podcast. I'm your host, Mike Man and BMG. Stay tuned, man. We back. It's a new year. New shit coming to you. Stay tuned. Right now, clock the podcast. We talk about it. Everything my Saints sucking this year. Prime time going to Colorado, leaving Jackson State, whatever it may be. If it's sports related, bruh, the clock is ticking. You need to run that clock. Check us out wherever you stream and listen to podcasts. Bruh, run that clock. Hosted by me, Mike Man, MBMG all day. Yeah, 
and we're back. Rapper Weed TV, the podcast. My host, as always, Mike Man, BMG. <sighs> you know, if he does the flame him, if he got him biggest backwards, burn it. Like us in on Spotify, wherever you stream or listen to music, like Pandora, Apple Music, wherever. Yeah, so CJ so cool, popular YouTuber, shot four times in a home invasion, three o'clock this morning. This just happened this morning. He's in the hospital, I guess, currently, and being treated. Listed in stable condition. They didn't say and see which hospital. I wouldn't report it right now or say whether this episode was going to be released now or a few weeks from now. If two people listen or four million people listen to social media. It's fucked up. The culture, I don't know. All for the money dollar, bro. My thing, say for instance, you get all his jewels, you get his money, you get, you run up out of that bitch with a ticket, a meal ticket. You able to sell and get off the jury, okay. So for instance, you got all this cash, you live out all your wildest dreams with all that money, then you get caught. Just to say you went to jail and did this, I don't get it. Just to have the clout in the penitentiary after you sitting up explaining your, your, you know, rap sheet or whatever to your bunkmates or cellies or whoever, asking and inquiring about why you up in here. And if you, about what you say or portray, because you're going to stand on all, all that shit. If you get locked up. Now, not to say that he's connected like that, but say for instance, he has a relative or some shit or some people that follow him. After all, people incarcerated have access to YouTube and all the other shit that we do. Be it illegal or legal, so, you know, they ain't gonna watch shit them to see. They still know. You fuck around and get up in there with some fans or some people from the same area as him or who grew up with him or know him personally or just follow him like that. I guess you'll just have to wait and see with that situation, man. But no prayers to everybody that's involved. You know. I could say that shit it's giving us vibes of 2020. Now I'm seeing just now that the wife, the ex-wife of Michael Jackson, Lisa Marie Presley, has died at the age of 54. Wow. Like, when you hear stories of people dying, like I say, be it the nature of how they died, you know, people can, you can say people act accordingly, somewhat. Like, when it's a younger 
person, someone that's not up in age, it hits home or it shocks you. Like she was, they're saying she was only 54. I can't believe that shit, 54 years old. And she was married to Michael Jackson when she was like, what, in her 20s or something? This is Rebel Weed TV, the podcast. I'm your host, Mike Man, and BMG all day. Locked and loaded. Stay tuned. Chill. Back, another episode, How to Stay Smoking. Rebel Weed TV, the podcast. Now, I'm going to say this. Like I say, one thing I hate about society is that motherfuckers will say and do shit. In acts of sadness, well, in times of sadness, in despair for others, you'll take time to get your shots, to be a comedian, say what you gotta say, get some shit off your chest, however you feel. This big scar, death, you know, somebody we lost during, I think, the Christmas holiday, is big chatter in the hip-hop community, because you have Big Scar's family arguing with Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane is an artist himself, a label, label CEO, 1017 Records, who signed Big Scar, who, you know, looking out for his artists, copped him a chain and all that. I'm quite sure he paid him handsomely now there's the fact that during Big Scar's untimely death now you have the funeral cost to have to contend with now me personally someone who had to basically rely on somebody else to help pay for my father to be buried Like, that shit, it's a a fucked up feeling to be in. Like, when my dad passed away in 2021, I'm sitting up here wondering, what the fuck? How in the fuck? First thing to do, you go talking to the funeral directors and trying to get information on the process of arrangements and then prices start busting you in the face, busting you across the head and you're like, what the fuck? I listen to a song by 2 Chains almost every day. It's called They Wait For You To Die. And at the end of the outro, 2 Chains is talking. And he mentioned some shit that you gotta allow somebody else to pay for the funeral. Gotta start a GoFundMe account. That shit. To be perfectly honest, I used to wonder for years, I'm talking about life insurance, this and that and the other. My grandma, Naomi B. Carter, is a woman that I 
admire greatly. Being that she's my grandmother, but I got to see firsthand of someone who religiously, listen to me, religiously and constantly paid on insurance and insurance policies, whatever. My grandma hardly had any money to buy food or buy this or buy that, but she paid her fucking insurance. I'm sitting up here wondering, Grandma, you got four, five kids here at the house. I know we eating you out of house or home and all that shit, but you would faithfully pay for your insurance. Whether it's $20 here, $15 there, $10 there. I saw this woman. I would sometimes have to drop off the mail to the mailbox when she wanted to make sure that it was going to get to the insurance place. Like, bro, my grandma was faithful on those insurance payments. When she passed away, it showed. Yes, her house was paid for. Yes, we lived in poverty for the longest and, you know, didn't have more than anybody else. Probably less, way less. Roach-infested house. It took years to finally fucking bomb and fumigate. Like, bro, all this you have to continue with. But my grandma thinking about paying the insurance. Like, bro. Like, two chains say, it wait for you to die. Go listen to that track. That's my shit. But during this big scar, Gucci man debate, debacle. I don't even see how that's even a fucking discussion. Now. The only part I take offense with is if Gucci man, and he did, if he asked for his chain back or any properties like cars or houses, whatever, if he was to ask for that shit back, mm, that's kind of a slippery slope. The chain. I mean, you are Gucci, man. I would let him keep the fucking chain. Like, it's just a fucking chain. You you get chains made all the time. You personally, Gucci, man. You get chains all the fucking time. Whether it's for your artist or for yourself or your wife or your kids or whatever. So why not let them keep that motherfucker? It's just a chain. It ain't like that motherfucker worth millions of dollars. They have to pay for his funeral now. And with that, I'm going to say, that's on them. Like, how how you going to fix your mouth to argue with the employer who employed this person? But this person did not have life insurance. 
when you go to work, a new job, they give you all these paperwork and all this shit to fill out, and there's some shit in there called life insurance that they slip in there that you know is coming out your check. But it's going toward the well-being of taking care of you after you pass. Some of us will check off the shit, we'll sign it, whatever policy you want, gone. Some of us, because we want all our money, we'll say fuck that and skip it. Trash that. On to the next one, the W4, W2, whatever. Insurance now, we'll worry about that later. Well, later can come any fucking time. Especially in this day and time. So how the fuck you can fix your mouth to say, hey, at least, I mean, the fucked up part for me is this black folks. Black folks got the nerve to sit up here and want somebody. I don't give a fuck how rich he is. I wouldn't give a fuck if he if he was the richest nigga on this bitch. How are you gonna fix your mouth to say he should pay for the funeral of your loved one who he paid? Who he paid? So if you didn't go get you a house or a car or invest your money or get some fucking life insurance. How the fuck is that his problem? Like niggas, really? Like it, it seems and I could I could speak freely on this shit because I see it. I lived it. Know it. Niggas just gonna continue to drag this shit, making it about us when it ain't. That shit ain't about Gucci, man. Your loved one dying, that, that ain't. Now I can see if people's responsible. Hell, I could see if he was even willing to say, hey, you know what, y'all don't even worry about that shit. That was my nigga. I got y'all. Yeah, you would happily accept that shit then, but you can't fix your fucking mouth to say, hey, you know, you was already boss, man. Why don't you go and knock this out for him? Nah. I'm gonna say personally, I think Gucci seen some shit or knows some shit. After all, this was his artist, people. Person he hung out with, spent a lot of time with, probably. And paid. So, he's gonna know what's going on behind the scenes, the extracurricular shit. He's gonna know all that. So, Hey, if he knows the family, and I'm not trying to talk down on their family, they'll say, you know, no derogatory shit, but let's just be honest. It happens. Let's be perfectly clear. 
in the black community, oh yeah, it's gonna happen. You see how they acting with the fucking funeral shit in general. So yeah, it's gonna be some shiesty shit. If he thinks one of them is gonna sell the chain and not pay for the funeral, just sell the chain and try to get rich or try to make a quick come up, get them some shit out of the deal. If he thinks that's what's gonna happen, Hell yeah, he'll, he'll ask for the chain back. That's understandable. It's still in his property, I guess, because it got his logo, his name, all that shit on it. So, come on, bro. In the black community, we'll do that shit. In any community, period, that's society, that's the human aspect of it. Motherfuckers go dying, everybody start grabbing. Reaching. Hey, bro. My pop passed away. Only thought I thought about was what's gonna happen to his stuff. I don't want it, because I have to go get it. That's money I have to spend to go get it money I probably have to spend to store it. I don't want it. My thought was only who I'm giving it to. Whether it was going to be my son or my brother. That's all I'm thinking about. I can see me trying to bring extra shit here to the house and my wife looking at me. We ain't got no place to put that shit. Gotta pay storage. You fuck around, forget about it and lose it. It happens. So no, I, I didn't want that fucking headache. But how y'all gonna fix him up to say Gucci man is responsible? Say for instance, he gave him in excess of half a million to a million dollars since he was signed to 1017. You mean tell me? None of you motherfuckers was to tell your brother or your loved one, your son, hey, get you some fucking life insurance. Doing drugs, you out here gang banging and all that shit. Get you some life insurance. I'm quite sure somebody did. Just like a nigga do when he getting a new job and he getting all that paperwork and that life insurance for him in there. You know what he did? Hey, we'll get that shit later. Slide that shit over. Bruh, you gotta get you some life insurance. Black people in general. You should not have to worry. Put it like this. Nobody else should have to worry about you and taking care of you and knocking out all the shit that it takes to lay you to rest. It shouldn't be that burden. That's with any community. A lot of other communities, they take care of their shit. Black people, come on now. We got to do better. On a lot of fronts, but especially on that. I think if you really thought about it and think about it, how, just look at the stats. They say we're dying the most. And you can see the facts that we're dying the most, but still, those ones that's dying, 
they ain't got life insurance policies and quite sure a majority of them didn't. So guess what? Their families, their kids, their loved ones had to take on that burden, go into debt, fuck around and lose their shit because they had to bury their mama or their daddy. That type shit. And now you see why, why niggas can't get ahead. That's one step. It ain't about just getting a fucking check and saying, hey, oh, mama left me $200,000. We good. No, nigga. You got to bury mama. Make sure she good. Take care of all her bills and shit. Then whatever left you got. But you got to knock out bills first. Don't look at it as a fucking check, a lump sum, a fucking a lick. No, don't look at it like that. You got to take care of the shit that it's intended for. Shit. But niggas will get it eventually. I'm just, a, you know, the messenger. Don't shoot me. Don't get mad at me, but telling you like it is for what I see and what I know and just experienced recently. Yeah. Niggas need life insurance. $20 here, $30, $40, $100 a month. It don't matter, bro. You better get that shit. If a lot of motherfuckers think about it, especially when jobs wasn't as plentiful or didn't have a lot of people in good jobs. Just think about when they loved ones died and they had to take on that shit. All the cost. Go in debt. Lose houses, cars, whatever they lost. They lost trying to do good by their family member. Come on, bro. We got to do better from the jump. This is Rapper Week TV, the podcast. I'm your host, Mike Man and BMG all day. Y'all stay tuned. New platform. You can find Bruh, Run That Clock on TuneIn Radio. Yes, sir. New app, TuneIn. Just accepted the podcast. Appreciate y'all. Also, wherever you stream and listen to music and podcasts, you find Rapper Week TV and Bruh, Run That Clock. I'm your host, Mike Man and BMG all day. It's a lot of lit, lit out so for me because of COVID. I ain't passing your shape. This COVID's still out there. You know, give me 18 feet. Put your mask on after you hit your blunt. That backyard boogie. Y'all stay safe, blessed, sanitized, dangerous. The fuck out the way and tune for another episode. Coming real soon. Be breezy, man. And BMG all day. Chill.